Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Habs Culture, a Montreal Canadiens podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Habs Culture and on Twitter at Habs underscore culture to stay on track with news and updates. Episode 47 of the Habs Culture podcast. My name is Mark Anthony Bertaggia. I'm alongside Justin Schwartz. We have a crazy setup here. Kind of nervous. Yeah, me we, too a little bit. We have three cameras uh, looking at us. We have Nick from World's Best Media filming us. Um, so thanks to thanks for Nick to coming out. Or thanks to Nick for coming out. See, see how nervous I am already? Um, we have our logo in the back. Jersey's here. Crazy setup. This is going to be on YouTube. Make sure to check it out. Yeah. Because... We've been we've been making attempts to improve our setup and it's not easy. So yeah, audio and visual is not easy. So again, thanks to Nick for helping us out. We're gonna put all his links, all his socials everywhere on our page. So go check him out. Um, we've actually, if you're a longtime Habs Culture fan, he's been mentioned. We've had like, comer- what's the word? Advertisements? Like, like info? No, it wasn't info. No. Yeah, it was like ads. Ads. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I kind of forget how it went, but yeah, it was pretty cool. So World's Best Media, check him out on Instagram, check him out everywhere. He's the GOAT. <laughs> Anyways, the Canadians play the Toronto Maple Leafs, season opener, home opener, Bell Center, Wednesday night. And of course, the Habs beat the Leafs. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but when it comes down to important games, um, it seems that the Habs come out on top. It's it's crazy. <laughs> Look, I made my bold prediction before that game. Remember we talked about it? Yeah. Oh, it's true. I came really close. Very close. What was it again? So I had 4-2 Montreal. It ended up being 4-3. Yeah. And two goals and an assist from Caulfield. It was only two goals. But yeah, I think I was close enough. I think I deserve a little bit of a pat on the back. But... I, I shouldn't even repeat my prediction. Yeah, because you were way off. <laughs> but it was actually somewhat close because it was 2-2 until yeah. about two minutes left in the game. Yeah, and it would have gone to overtime if it wasn't for Jake Muzzin. That's it. What an absolute pizza to Nick Suzuki. Jokes aside, though, those guys played amazing. That first line? Yeah. Yeah, they played really well. Um, Caulfield is officially elite. Yeah. I think I safe to say. Um, he's the Leafs killer along with Josh Anderson. And on the Leafs' part, um, they didn't play horrible, but they looked the same. 
I thought where they lacked the most was their first line wasn't producing. And that was obvious, right? You didn't see much of Mitch Marner that game. You didn't see much of Austin Matthews that game. Bunting chipped in a little bit, but very minimal. You had the second tier guys in Nylander and Tavares doing their part. But on defense, I think that's, I think that going forward, that's where they have the most problems. TJ Brody is not good enough. Jake Muzzin is not good enough. What about Hall? Justin Hall is not good enough. And I think that when you have three out of your six starting defensemen causing problems back there, more prone to turnovers, easily beat down the wall. And you expect a lot from TJ Brody and Jake Muzzin, especially on the, phys- on the physical end of things. But they just didn't provide. Offense looked okay for the Leafs, but that's usual. AM34. He has a. Did you see a shot at one point where you ringed it off the crossbar? Yeah. He's got an absolute wire. Yeah. Um, on the Hab side, Yuri Slavkovsky, thoughts? I, I think we spoke about it on a, a couple episodes ago. My initial thoughts are he should have started in the AHL. Okay. I just think he looks a little bit out of place. Out of place. He had like one really good play where he when was he, in the own zone and he like kind of faked out uh, Tavares, skated out with it, two on one, and got tripped up. Mm-hmm. Like that was a very good play. Very nice. You know, like a flash of something that could be improved on. Other than that, though, he has no special teams time. Zero. Zero. Um, so it's tough to gauge whether he would be a good power play specialist. But look, they're easing him into it. It's clear. Unlike Shane Wright, where he kind of like... Did you did you see Shane Wright? So he played six minutes in his first game and then was a healthy scratch yeah. following that game. So that's... I don't know. I don't think that... I think the Habs are dealing with Slavkovsky a lot better than lot, yeah, yeah. Seattle's dealing with Wright. Yeah, a lot better. Um, Jonathan Drouin will switch the topic because I think Slavkovsky, everyone kind of has the same idea on him. But Jonathan Drouin was a healthy scratch. And Kent Hughes said that he just wasn't up to speed. I think it's a lie. They should want him in the lineup. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that's pretty clear. And I think your point a couple episodes ago was very was very real. It was very valid about Kent Hughes was not the one to bring Jonathan Drouin to this team. He did not trade for him. He did not draft him. He has no sentimental attachment to Jonathan Drouin mm-hmm. as a player. Therefore, he doesn't feel the need to put him in his lineup, especially when he doesn't think that he's contributing enough. So with that being said, I think, look, you can argue that he should be in the lineup over a couple guys now after two games. Whether it's, we'll get into this, but whether it's Dadanov or whether it's Mike Hoffman. But I'm sure soon enough he'll be back in the lineup. Because oh, I don't yeah. think the guys that, like the guys that I just mentioned, are performing well enough to, to keep their spot. Yeah. It was him, Pizzetta, Armia didn't play, right? Armia didn't play due to injury. And Byron, of course. Yeah, and Matheson's out eight Matheson, weeks. Matheson, yeah. That's How a tough that blow. I don't know. And then Edmondson as well. Yeah, Edmondson we knew. Um, but yeah, those are the... Honestly, Joy, like I was surprised, but wasn't at the same time. I wasn't surprised. Uh, no, sorry. I was a little bit surprised. But I think that 
Montreal in the past as a team and as a management group has made a lot of decisions based off of I can't keep this guy out of the lineup or I can't scratch this guy or I can't give him 10 minutes a game solely because of his stature, because of where he was drafted, because of how much you gave up to get him in a trade. And I think that that's a poor way of looking at it because at the end of the day, the best players should be in the lineup regardless Mm -hmm. of how much they're making and regardless of how much you gave up to get them. So yes, I was a little bit surprised, but I do think that seeing how little Jonathan Drouin has contributed to this team, it makes a little bit of sense. Yesterday, the Canadians played the Detroit Red Wings. I didn't get to watch all the game, but apparently Jake Allen stood on his head. He did. And uh, good for him. But He looked really, really good, Mark. Yeah. You like, want to talk on that a bit? It was just, I think it was actually a mix of two things. It was Jake Allen playing exceptional. And seeing the puck all the way through. And I think the defense did a really, really good job of clearing the net. He, a lot of the shots that he faced were not, I'm not saying that they weren't high quality, but he saw the puck all the way through. Mm-hmm. And that's for a goalie. And I'm sure you can contribute, like you contribute on yeah. this topic. If you're able to see the puck, more times than not, you're stopping that puck. Oh yeah. Unless Especially it's a deflection. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it was a, it was a contribution on both ends, not only from Jake Allen, but from a young defensive core. And it was great to see. Look, they lost. And I think it sucks. Obviously, it's not... It's not. You don't want to see... Like, I don't know where we're at. I don't know if we want to see them lose. I don't know if I want to see them win, especially at this point in the season. It was kind of like last year, you know, where we wanted to see the effort. Right. Not really the results. But if they lost a one nothing hockey game, okay. Well, that's it. And I think that's what you saw last night, right? They did yeah. put up a fight. They... How many shots did they have on net? I, they, they approached 30. The Canadians? Yeah. I'm not sure. They approached 30. They had a few high-quality high scoring chances. Look, that's kind of what you want to see. Stay, stay close in those games. Be competitive. But if you lose, you lose. And to stay on the topic of Jake Allen, we actually haven't brought this up in a few episodes. We have a giveaway. A signed frame. I forget how big it is, but it's like a regular size paper. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Of a Jake Allen picture... Super nice. We're going to give it away on Instagram or on Twitter, everywhere. Um, so we'll put the rules to enter that, right? Yep. We'll put that mm-hmm. all over social media. Yeah, the length and whatever you need to do. And uh, and yeah, we'll set that up soon. So look out for that. Um, it's, it's honestly really nice. Really good quality too. We got it from Signature Pro. Again, they used to be in the episodes. Yep. So, um, so yeah, look out for that. Anyways... Um, we'll switch topics here and we'll switch to predictions. We like to predict things and we'll do division predictions. We'll do like the top three of each prediction, right? Sure. Do you want to pull uh, each division up? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do right now. And we'll start with the East. Let's do it. Cool. You, You start us off here. In order. Yeah. We're going to start with the Atlantic. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have Toronto finishing first in the Atlantic Division. Really? Yeah. Look, it's been two games for for the Leafs. They came out with a win a couple nights ago, or last night, uh, two nights ago. Thursday. Yeah. They lost to the Habs in the home opener. And look, as much as I, as much as we, quote unquote, or it's not even a quote unquote, we own the Leafs, but it's not to say that 
they're not a good hockey team in the regular season. Yeah. So I do think that they're going to finish atop of that Atlantic division, followed by a Tampa Bay Lightning team. Okay. Followed by... This is where it's this is where it gets tricky for me. Because I'm not sure because I don't like Florida this year at all. I don't I don't put them in my top 3. Okay. Boston for me could be that third team. Okay. Because I think that they're a team that every year despite despite losses like you know we called the Penguins a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Boston is similar in that aspect. Yeah, consistently good. Because they always have those those top few guys that are always going to contribute in the room, but also on the ice. So I think that I would put Boston as my third team coming out okay. of the Atlantic. This division's tough. Man. It is. It is tough. What do you have? Top three. Yeah. So I have one. I'm gonna go Tampa, Toronto, Boston. Tampa, Toronto, Boston. Okay, so similar. Yeah. I have teams like Ottawa that if they look, they, they underwhelmed in their first game. They really did. And look, it's one game. It's one game out of 82. Yeah. They underwhelmed though. Detroit last night looked solid, but I don't think that they'll, that they'll be a top three in this division. I think those two teams could be on the outskirts looking in, but I really think that I guess if you want to call it a, call it a bold prediction, if you want to call it, a crazy take. I don't know what you want to call it, but I don't think Florida is going to be very competitive this year. I still think they're going to be good. Look, it's fair. Yeah. And and you can't take away from the fact that what they've done in recent memory, right? But we have to keep in mind that they not only did they swap their coach, now they're being coached by Paul Maurice. Paul Maurice. Oh my God, it's true. Paul Maurice, out of the gate, him. is really trying to be different. He put Braden, uh, Brandon, sorry, Braden, Brandon Montour on power play one. He, yeah. I just think that when you try to be too different and try to change too much, especially when you've had success, look, I don't think they're going to be terrible, but I think they're going to be in that same, that same category as Ottawa and Detroit. Who finishes last? Montreal. Yeah. Montreal finishes last. Okay. I don't even think Buffalo is that bad. They're second to last. Yeah, but in the stack uh, division. Actually, no, Detroit. Detroit's second you to last. You think Detroit's worse yeah. than Buffalo? Yeah. I don't know. I think they are. I think Detroit top six-wise is very strong. Yeah, they are. True. But we'll see, right? Yeah. New goaltending. You want to move on to the Metro? Metro, yeah. Okay. Do you want me to go first? This yeah, time? go ahead. So I have Carolina, Rangers, and the, Pits- and the Penguins. In that order. Yeah. For me, the only difference is I have Rangers first. Yeah, okay. I'm big Fair. on the Rangers. Sorry? I'm very big on the Rangers. Me too. I'm big on Carolina and the Rangers. I think whoever comes out of the Metro goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Right? Look, I think, I think. I think that they're going to be side-by-side side, kind of the whole way through this, this, this season. Yeah. But there's something about the Rangers to me that, especially, again, small sample size, right? And we don't, we don't look too much into that. But that yeah. game against Tampa, opening night, they dominated yeah. Tampa. Yeah, it was a statement game. It really was. Yeah. It really, really was. And I think that they improved their roster significantly, adding Trocek, you know, the, like we talked about, the Capo Caco, yep. the Lafreniere, the, the Schneider, 
right? It's they improved. So I think that they'll be a top they will be a top the the Metro division this year. And they have a good coach. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. He was your uh, candidate for Jack Adams. Jack Adams. Yeah, exactly. So let's see if that comes true. Who finishes last in the Metro? I'm gonna go bold here. I don't know. I don't even know if this is bold. I'm gonna say the Islanders. That's my yeah, boldish okay. take. Okay, because but I think they're all bold to finish last because they're all okay teams. Yeah, that's it. But I think that the Islanders again, we saw this offseason, didn't do very much, and I think that New Jersey is on the is on the up. I think Columbus, with a healthy line, a, you know, now he's injured yeah. for three to four weeks, but with yeah. a healthy line a, is also on the up. Did you see Line is giving away $1,000 for every point that he scores? Really? To a foundation of some sort? That's really cool. Yeah. That that's, might be also for for that other award. That's $50,000 just on goals. He's going to score 50. That's great. If he stays healthy. Good stuff. I have um, Philly finishing last. Oh, why did I not see that? Yeah, Philly's Philly's tough. Yeah. It, it's tough because I see either New Jersey taking a huge step forward or staying mediocre. Right. Same with Columbus. And then Philly, it all depends on their goaltending. If they can get Carter Hart back on track or on track. Yeah. You know? At least put him on the track, you know? It's, yeah. It's been tough for him. But yeah, I agree. I think I'd either go with Philly or the Islanders. Again, I think I'm not a fan of the Islanders. Yeah, but they do have. I mean, they don't really have the coaching anymore. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't even want to get into it. But I'm not a fan of the Islanders. I, my take is that they will. Well, who last knows season. how their coach is going to be? We have no idea. Yeah, it's a uh, Lane. Lane. Isn't it Lambert? Oh, Lambert. Yeah, Lambert. It's. It's it's um the the player's uncle. Brad Lambert's uncle. Exactly. But I don't know. I think that losing Barry Trotz, I think a lot of people were obviously a fan of Barry Trotz, right? It's hard not to be. Probably one of the better coaches yeah. when he's coaching. But he played a very defensive system. He played a he played a very, very defensive system that worked yeah. when he was there. Yeah. Now you just implement a whole new system altogether. Either that can be great for a guy like Barzell, whose creativity could shoot through the roof, or it could be, you know, people might be too excited for something new. It could be. Honestly, the Metro is very interesting for the bottom half of it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the big boys, are, we're just going to have to see who comes out, Carolina or the Rangers. And honestly, Pittsburgh's going to be good. Yeah, Don't count them out. Be good. Okay, start with the West. I'll be right back. Yeah, no worries. In the Central? Uh, Central, yeah. I think I'm going to start with... Um, I think I think I'm going to start with Colorado. I think Colorado takes that pretty easily this year. Um, look, there's not much to say about them. They just they just came off winning the cup. They have the pieces in place. They added a couple pieces. Um, they look they look like a great team, and they don't look like they're stopping anytime soon. They're looking to go back to back. I'm going to fall, and, and this division is really tough for me because there's a lot of good teams. There's St. Louis. There's Minnesota. There's Dallas, there's Nashville, there's Winnipeg. But for me, the second place team in the Central is going to be St. Louis. I think St. Louis as a team is incredible. And I think that they're they're going to put together a huge season. Okay. And third, I'm going to go off the board here. 
I'm going to go off the board. I'm going to go with Winnipeg. Really? I'm going to discount Nashville. I'm going to discount Minnesota. Now. So you have Kaprizov winning the heart. Oh, God. You're calling me out here. Yeah, I am. But Minnesota finishing fourth or fifth in the worst division Look, in hockey. Look, those don't go hand in hand. You're right. They don't. Now I have to make now, a case for sweating. myself. Now, now I have to sweating. make a case for myself. The reason I say that is I think Minnesota is going to be competitive. There's no doubt about it. And I said that they'll take a step forward. If yeah. they take a step forward, they'll be in the top three. But I just think that this year it might be a little bit closer than usual. Last year, Minnesota definitely separated themselves as a team yeah. in that division. Because Nashville, as, mu- as well as they did, weren't really contending with Minnesota. Okay. St. Louis, like I think, I think they can win. The- I think they can be second in this division. I think they can be second in this. No, season. I agree with that. I agree. But I understand what you're saying. Like, how can he win MVP I'm just, if they're a fourth? I'm just bugging you. No, but you're right. Yeah. So it's because if we look at MVPs in past seasons, regular season right wise, that team does incredible. Yeah. They do very well. So we'll see. One of those takes will be wrong. Yeah. Again, it's such a mediocre division that it's tricky. But I don't even know if it's mediocre. It's mediocre. But why, though? Discard Colorado. And to me, these are all wildcard teams except for the Blues. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. And obviously except for the dumpster fires in Chicago. And Arizona. And Arizona. Yeah. Well, the fire's kind of diminishing. Like, sort of. Except for the arena. Which is... I still don't understand that. Looks like a recreational center. Who do you have finish, finishing last, Arizona or Chicago? Well, I'll, I'll do my top three. Okay, yeah, sorry, I go have ahead. Colorado. I like St. Louis at two, and then I'll Minnesota. You'll take Minnesota? Yeah. I think Winnipeg, it's, it's their year. Not to win. And to me, they're in shambles. I've never seen a coach show up, and the first thing he does is strip his captain. But it's a statement. Statement of what? Does Blake Wheeler truly deserve to be captain? I don't know. But that's the thing. We don't know, and I don't know either. We're not in the room. But the reason I say that is with Blake Wheeler as captain, where has this team gone? Eastern Conference Final? Oh, Western Conference Final. How many times? Once? Yeah. In what? 20? Late late 2010s? No, no, I know. I just, to me, it's just odd when your GM does nothing all summer. And your coach has to make that type of statement. To me, a statement is trade him. But anyways. I don't know. I don't know. Look, do I agree with it? Do I think that it's the the right move to make? I have no clue. But I don't think it was necessarily... I don't think it's a taking a step back for the organization. No. It's just they, they don't look... I don't know. Their defense is weak. The way they performed last year, just... I don't know. It kind of turns me off. Yeah, I the get Jets it. kind of turned me off. I think I still think they'll be competitive this year. Plus, they got the broom by the Canadians. Yeah, they looked like a practice team. But again, different team, different circumstances. So who knows? The Pacific. You want to go first here? Yeah, I'll, I can go first here. This I think, one, I think this is not too difficult. Okay, so here's, in my opinion, here's my top three. Oof. Okay, I have 
the Flames, the Oilers, and the Los Angeles Kings. I knew you were going down that route. Yeah. And I'm assuming you were debating between LA and Vegas or not at all? Not at all. Not at all. Like the, Vegas would be at the four spot. Right. But comfortably. I, I'm comfortable with Los Angeles at three. Okay. Like I'm not like, oh, let's just throw one in the air, you know? Fair enough. And then I don't, last place. Yeah. Last place. They're not even that bad, this division, but I know who I'd, who I'd go with. I'm going to go... Uh, I don't know if it's Seattle or San Jose. I think I'm going to go... Uh, I think I'm going to go Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. For me? Yeah. I have the same top two. Calgary, Edmonton. My third is another Canadian team. I'm going to go with Vancouver. Really? I really like Vancouver this year. I don't, especially after the game they played against Edmonton. Yes, they look, they got significantly better, in my opinion. Oh, they got better. I think yeah. that last year, their run at the end of the season, we can talk about you know a change of coach. We could talk about how that lights a fire and and we've seen it we've seen it was it a short-term thing was it a more of a long-term effect we have no idea and we're, we're we're still in the process of evaluating that yeah but i think that their top six forward wise is very strong you had a guy like kuzmenko from the khl who he seems to be looking really really good yep their defense still lacks it's still not great but i don't like what i've seen okay i'm acting like it's been a a month of hockey. Yeah. But so far, I don't think I don't think LA is it. I just I love their playoff run. I thought they were gonna beat the Oilers in seven. But if you like their playoff run, then you probably also liked Vancouver's end of the season run. They were one of the top teams in the league. That's true. It's a good point. So I look I again it's who knows? We have no idea. Their defense is so weak. It is weak. But they also have a great goalie. Yeah. But again we saw a collapse we saw that collapse. It's, hor- it's embarrassing. How what were they up? Three, three one? nothing. Three nothing. Yeah, in the second or something. Anyways, so we have some mixed and and to finish last, I'll go with San Jose. Yeah, it's a I toss up. Seattle for me, uh, through watching them, got better. I really do like, you know, the guys like McCann. I think Beniers, like we can both agree, is going to have an incredible season. I think that the additions of Burakovsky, Bjorkstrand. Their defense is meh. It's okay. But we'll see. So can you imagine? You know when we would say the West was better than Than the East? East? Yeah. It was when all three California teams were elite. So Anaheim, LA, and San Jose. Jose. Because look at that. Imagine if all three are playoff teams, plus Edmonton, plus Calgary, like... And Vegas is no joke either, in my opinion. They will be. Yeah, they will be. But they're still they're still a potential wildcard team. Yeah, they looked good. They though. don't look bad at all. Again, the goaltending is... I'm just not a fan. Yeah, me not neither. I don't like their roster construction at all. But we'll have to see. It's, well, only, yeah. two, it's only a few games in. Yeah, it's not, but, honestly. But those are our, predict- our predictions. Predictions for that. Um, look, we're going to be honest here. There's not much to talk about. Especially in Habsland. Their next game is tonight. Do you know who they're against? I didn't pull up the calendar. What's with you? 
it's it starts the cat they're going against washington washington yeah washington looks weak well not weak i think they just played good teams i don't like them that much this year though they got smacked by boston they did yeah and i i just don't think darcy kemper is great i don't think he's good no he's okay he's okay he's okay it's easy to say that he's okay when he's on Arizona facing a million shots a game and his goals against average and, or sorry, save percentage looks incredible. That's true. But, you know, you put him on a good team facing, especially Colorado, facing what, 20 shots a game? Yeah. Yeah. But hey, what are you going to do about it? The Canadians, do you have a prediction? For tonight's Tonight? game? They're in Washington, correct? Yep. Okay. At 7 p.m. I think they. I don't even know what to think, Mark. It's is it uh, is it Lindgren and that's uh, Saturday nights probably. No, Lindgren already played. Yeah, Lindgren played a. Uh, he played against Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be Kemper, probably versus Montembeau. For that's the first true. time this I'm season, I'm surprised they didn't put Montembeau against Detroit. On a back to back here. Yeah. But uh, I see. I still see Washington winning. Yeah. So do I. At home, They'll, I think it will be somewhat competitive. I think we'll lose this game 4-2. 4-2? Yeah. I don't even have a score. You know what? I say... I say they get like 3-1 Washington. Empty net goal at the end. Okay. So tight until... Until the end. Yeah. Do you have a goal score for Montreal? I have a goal score for Washington. I have TJ Oshie. Okay. Is he even playing? Yeah. Okay. But I think, yeah. Yes. I have TJ Oshie. And for the Canadians, I have... Rem Pitlick. Okay. Watch him be a scratch. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. That would be really funny. I guess in my 4-2 Caps win, Okay. I'm, I think we're going to see a goal from Ovi. I think that's... It's like saying the color, the color of the sky is blue yeah. at this point. Um, but for Montreal, I think we're going to see a goal from... I think we're going to see a Kirby Doc goal. I think he's been working really, really hard. That's last night he looked, he looked good too. He looked really good. He looks good. Yeah. He and he's looks a, very good. And I think that the knock on him is that he's a big boy and it's hard for him as a hockey player to adjust to the pace of okay. an NHL, NHL. His pace of play might be, according to some, a little bit off. Yeah. But I think that for his size, he's a really good skater and he's very good at protecting the puck and he's got very good hockey sense. Yeah. And if he puts that all together... Like I think he can be I think he could be a second line center. I like him a lot. Yeah. Laval played yesterday. They home did. opener. Massar got sent down. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how I feel about that, if you wanted to chat about that. You wanted to keep him in Laval? I don't know if I because it's funny, because he wanted to stay in Laval. But Kent Hughes wanted him back in the or to go to the OHL. I, I prefer him go back to the O because he's gonna score like ninety points. Right, more. but you don't think he'd be successful in Laval? I think he'd be buried. You think? Yeah. There, are, We do have a lot of guys in Laval. Yeah. I'd rather him be a top guy playing 25 minutes, going for a, a championship run, in than the stuck in Laval. It's just weird because he's a guy that's never played in the OHL before, right? Mm. This is his first six. Like, do you think it, it would have been more beneficial or do you think it is more beneficial for him to go to the OHL or OHL. back to Europe? OHL. OHL's fast-paced, high-scoring. And I feel like he fits the mold for that type of 
for that type of league. He doesn't have to focus so much on defense, you know? Right. He can just go out there and... He's very skilled. And yeah. he's very, you know, he's shifty. So I think it fits the... Who's he playing for? Great question. I have no clue. Did they even make... I am, I'm assuming they made that decision. Oh, no, look. We knew because someone had his rights. Okay. Uh, Kitchener. The Kitchener Rangers. Okay. That's where uh, um, Jack I played before getting traded to Hamilton. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. We'll see how that I goes. Agree. Yeah. He was at the game with Slavkovsky's father, the home opener. Yeah, I saw that. That was really cool. Let's talk about the home opener. Yeah, why don't we? Why are we not? Because last game you had, or last episode, you had that crazy prediction. I re- so, Mark, you know what? I was, I was sitting around. You're, you're, you're not going to like this one. You're really not going to like this one. Before the game, I was really excited. I was sitting around thinking, I'm like, how can this home opener be... How can it get the fans excited? Like, what, what are the, what is it missing? You know, aside from price coming out, like this is before the game. This is yeah. an hour before the game. Yeah, I was thinking like, what could go down? And it was, we knew price was going to make an appearance. But you want to hear? Well, new. I I think it was you announced the whole team. He's part of the team. He was going to be announced yeah. one way or okay. another. And even if he didn't come out, he was going to get a crazy ovation. Yeah. Anyway, you're not going to like this. Here we go. Along with Suzuki hanging from oh, the ceiling. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought... Oh, God. I don't even want to say Caulfield, UP, Kent Hughes. Who did you, th- who'd you think? PK Subban. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How cool... I, I just want to say something. I know, you're not, I know you're not having it. Listen to me for a second. How cool would it be <laughs> if PK Subban... Came out and did the triple O five with with Carey Price at center ice. Like I think that would be the coolest thing ever. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. And definitely did not come true. Definitely did not come true. And honestly, I thought it was a little bit underwhelming. To be completely honest with you, the home opener, or at least the the antics before the game. The weird thing is, I think I told I forget who my sister or someone. PK should have sang the national anthem. You mean Malcolm? Well, no, PK. <laughs> maybe, maybe he has pipes. Who knows? <laughs> but you can't tell me that would not be cool. PK Subban one day retirement with the Montreal Canadiens, but it oh, happens to be that, on the home 100%, 100%. opener. It happens to be during the home opener. You no, get him doing a triple cool. five with Carey Price at center ice as the as the the ice is set on fire by the flambeau. No, the whole Subban thing is a cool idea. But, like incorporating him, right? But he's not on the team. You're right. 100% he's not. So like it's just... Anyways. I'm just saying. Let's talk about what actually happened. Yes. I wanted to see the flame. We did see it though. We saw it. Very, But it was very short-lived. It was very... It was at the end. Well, thank God it came out because I was going to be fuming. Yeah. But it came out with Suzuki who lit up the ice, the exact same thing, and everyone around them. It was pretty cool. I would have liked to see everyone have it and then everyone pass it on to each other. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. I liked that Kerry was there. Yeah. Um, it was a bit weird that the injured players were, like, walking out. It was a little bit strange. Instead of just behind the bench. I really like seeing Pazetta come out with his his hair and his yeah. hat. Yeah, like he crazy. was loving like, it. Julian looked pissed. Yeah, he was not having it. 
not having it. And you know what? It was funny because I was watching all these players come out and you know, like I'm familiar with the players. You're familiar with the players, but a lot of people that show up to these games, like are there for the Montreal Canadiens, not necessarily for individual players. Yeah. And you see a lot of, most of the team is new faces. Most of the team is new faces. So like these guys are not getting crazy cheers. You, you hear Gallagher getting a lot, yeah. Suzuki, Caulfield, Slavkovsky got a lot, but... Not everyone's diehard. No, I understand that. But, you know, in in past times, you know, you have the Plekinets, you the have Brian the Camilleries. Oh, God. You just have to toss that in there. You know, it's weird because every time I see Pitlick, I think of Ryan Flynn. That's that's what I think, too. I don't. I think it's, the, it's obviously the 32. I have friends that when they see Pitlick, they see Travis Moen. No, that I don't because yeah. Travis skates different. Exactly. But he was also a bigger body. Yeah. Like, Brian Flynn was small and... But, shifty. like, I yelled to my TV, go, Brian. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's funny. It was Rem. Um, but, yeah, um, Kovacevic got a nice little cheer. Yeah. Shout Very... Out. Well, it's funny because it almost seemed out of pity. Because... Oh, it has to be. He came out. No one knew who he was. And then as he got to the ice, they felt the need to, like, okay, this guy's not getting... Yeah anything so the anyway yeah okay. it sucks I, to see that i don't know if you noticed but i'm very weird with these things mm-hmm. the two and the six on his jersey were too far apart were they yeah see i don't notice those things i don't know he was skiing i'm like that doesn't look right people keep saying that he looks like petrie that's because he wears the same number yeah no i understand but i don't see it like i don't mistake it did you see justin hall when he got announced the scotia bank arena was no i didn't see that it was dead silent Really? Dead silent. Oh my god. It was hilarious. Yeah, he's not very good. Um, The Rock made an appearance. That was strange. Does he even know? He he said, let's go Leafs, let's go Leafs. Yeah, isn't it go Leafs go? Yeah. Oh god. It's The Rock. What, are you going to tell him off? (laughs) I don't know. Probably for the amount of money that they paid him to be there. You can at least give him a script. It's The Rock. You're not going to give him a a script. And then obviously after the game, they have to ask AM34 how he felt. About The Rock? About The Rock. What did he say? It was a commercial, and then I just looked up, and I saw The Rock, and I was like, oh. Wait, it was mid-game? Yeah. I thought it was before the game. It was like a commercial break, mm. and they're like, oh, we smell something, and then like, can you smell the... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he showed up and started yelling. <laughs> That's funny. But Am yeah. I jealous? Maybe. <laughs> Imagine. That would be cool in Montreal. They'd make him speak French. Oh, God. Stop. Le Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyways. I, I also just wanted to add one more thing in, yeah. in the home opener. The one thing that I was most impressed with about the Montreal Canadians was the play of the young defensemen. I want to give them credit. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've been given credit by their coaches, by, by their Twitter, bosses, by their, yeah. yeah, but I want to give them credit. And okay. I think that they played a really good game. I'm sure they're listening. Yeah, I'm sure they played a really good game. And not only did they play a really good game, but one specific aspect that I was very I guess you could say like that I was very impressed about was the fact that they were very good at keeping the Leafs forwards on their toes. It was very hard for them to enter the zone. They were always playing really close to the blue. They didn't, their gap was very, very short and they were very, very aggressive. So uh, that was really nice to see. And, but other than that, I mean, that was a great game to watch last night. It wasn't as, it wasn't as fun to watch, you know, losing 3 nothing. But 
I just wanted to give them credit in that home opener. Home opener, excuse me. I think that they all showed up. I think Gouli played great. I think Jagai played great. I think Harris played great, and I, I think I all think that they deserve to stay on this team. And I think that a lot of people continue to talk about. Sorry, I don't want to. I'm going on a tangent here, but I think yeah. a lot of people continue to talk about. You know, when are they going to be sent down? Is this a nine day contract? Are they going to stay up with the Montreal Canadiens all season? Blah 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 blah. blah. I think that they are best suited to stay with the Montreal Canadiens all season because I think that there's enough mentors, enough older guys like the Weidman, the Hoffman, uh, Hoffman, Monaghan, I meant to say, okay. the Savard. I think that all their shelter... Well, I was just talking about they have a lot of leaders. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I'm not talking specifically to the defense, but okay, I'm saying okay. they have, there's a lot of leaders up there yeah. that give them that shelter. So, you know, like if they make mistakes, it's okay. If they make mistakes, it's okay. They can go back out there and do their thing. I wanted to say something about the home opener, but then you went on a rant. Yeah, I forget. Sorry. Anyways... Let's do rapid fire, then we'll wrap up the the episode. Sure. Again, I'm gonna throw on to you because I don't have any questions. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna put you under pressure. Okay. Actually, you know what? I might come up with one. Okay, let's see it. Let's see. And it might not all be halves related. Sure, that's fine. That's fine, right? It doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to be. You can okay, only talk about so many things halves. You ready? Yeah, go. You have three questions, or you're just shooting me one here. I'm gonna while you're answering, try and think of another one. Okay. So like, let's see how quick <laughs> I can think here. Sure. Will Alex Ovechkin score 50? I'm going to go with no. Will the Vegas Golden Knights make the playoffs? No. Okay. Now let me try and think of one that you're not going to say no. (laughs) Well, it doesn't matter. They can all be no. Okay, you're right. Will the Boston Bruins... Actually, no. I don't like that question. I don't like that question at all. Because I think they'll they'll be fine. Will Kyle Dubas still have a job by the end of the year? I'm going to go with it's yes. Rapid fire. I'm going to go with, sorry, yes, yes. Okay. I had to think for a second. I'm going to go with yes. They talked about the fact that... Like by end of the year, I mean like after the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I'm going to say yes. Because I think that's their only way to keeping Austin Matthews around. They, t- they talked about that. Why? Because... Well, they just talked about the fact that he's so closely tied. They're so closely tied together. I think you, if you get rid, I'm not saying it's it's an automatic. If you get one, get rid of one, you get rid of the other. I think I think Austin should come here. That would be electric. Leaf fans, oh my god, gonna kill me. Whoever's listening, if you're a Leaf fan listening to this, you're gonna kill me. <laughs> but yeah. I would say I'm gonna say yes. I think he'll still be the GM okay. of the Leafs by the end of the season. Okay, I want to answer the questions, but I forget what I asked. I'll ask them to you. Okay. I'll ask them right back to us. Alex Ovechkin score fifty. Yes. Yes. Do the Vegas Golden Knights make the playoffs? No. And. Does Kyle Dubas have a job by the end of the year? No. No. Nothing against Kyle, but he can only have so many chances. I agree. But at what point is it his, is, it his, is it his fault? No matter... Oh, it's his fault. It's his fault. It's him and Shanahan. Shanahan's hiding behind the media. Come on, you can't... Look, I'm not... I'm not yeah, I don't know. Would they still in the Shana plan? <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, Vegas? No. no. Yeah, I agree. No. I don't no. think Ovi gets a 50. You think he gets a 50? I think he beats Gretzky. So this ha- year, yeah. No, not but, this year. Yeah, but he can, he can put up 45 or 40 and then do it again next year. Watch, year watch him score four tonight. Four tonight. Yeah. Is that your bold prediction? That's my bold prediction. Four goals from Alexander Ovechkin? Yeah. Are we going to post that on Instagram or do you not want to humiliate yourself? No, let's post it on Instagram. Okay. Humiliation. <laughs> I think I'm scared of humiliation. <laughs> should, I, should I put, uh, sh- what, what's my, should I come up with a bold prediction here? Like something yeah. really, really bold? I think, yeah, it's part of the gig. 
So since I <laughs> since I had four two, so you're saying okay, you didn't give a score prediction, but as a yeah, I, did, I, I said three one. Right. Okay. So, so that makes so no sense. Four goals. No, that makes sense. That's like me with Kaprizov and Minnesota. Four okay. one Washington. Okay. okay, and all go, all four go to Ovi. Yeah. Okay, I'm going four two four two. Uh, Washington? Washington, okay, and I'm gonna go with a goal from Arbor Jacki and a goal from Caden Gooley. So two first goals in the NHL, yeah, and both from defensemen, and I have four from one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. Yeah, okay. Why don't we just couple our bold prediction together and it'll be four two? No, <laughs> four goals. We're against each other in this. Fine, fine. The fans need to choose. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah this this episode went by oddly quickly. Yeah. Oddly quick. Oddly quickly. Oddly quickly? No, it's oddly quick. Oddly quick? Yeah. Whatever. It went by fast. <laughs> and um, I feel like we talked about a lot of random things. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, yeah. There's three cameras looking at me right now. I don't know if that one no, sees me. that one's me. not. That one doesn't see no, me? I don't believe so. So this one and that one sees me. Yeah. Um, Nick's laughing behind the camera. I'm <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying not to laugh. But um, this is going to be on YouTube. Um. So go check it out. Hopefully it looks good. If it doesn't, you know, I'm looking at you, Nick. <laughs> anyways, um, I'm sure it's going to be good. It's going to yeah, look it's great. Be incredible. Um, again, I'll post everything on the socials about, about Nick, about us, about where you can find any of our episodes, even though you guys should know by now. Yeah. I should. feel like I've said it many times. Should, about, should know by now. Yeah. Um, so next episode, hopefully... We're going to run it back next week. Yep. We'll see how it goes. Um, There'll be a few games between then. Do you want to go through the calendar quick? I'm going to pull out the calendar now. Mark, if you don't pull out the calendar, it's not an episode. Yeah, I should pull out the calendar. I even pulled up the calendar in the offseason. Y- you really did. You re- you re- And I, it was just I, blank. I there was nothing there. Yeah. Because they don't even put like, the draft, I don't think. No, they didn't. Yeah. You were just... There was nothing on it. What are we today? The 15th? Yeah. So what, Oh, it's the Penguins on uh, Monday night. Okay. Okay. That's cool. And then the Coyotes on a Thursday night. That's a barn burner. And Dallas on Saturday. Okay. A barn burner. They're in Montreal. So they're in an actual barn. Yeah, there you go. Um, but I guess we'll I guess we'll recap those games and hopefully there will be a little bit more news and maybe we'll have a little bit more info on where, where this season's heading, because two games in it's tough to it's tough to tell. For all we know, we can be a wildcard team, Mark. No, they won't. They won't. Anyways, um we'll we'll end it on this. We thank you guys so much for joining. We hope you enjoyed. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks a lot, guys. Stay safe.